0: I'm Michelle Abraham, the host. Join my family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure today. Join us and let's get amplified! Hello and welcome Amplify You family. I'm Michelle Abraham, your host, and I am here today with a really exciting interview behind-the-mic interview with one of our podcasters, one of our new podcasters, actually, in the last few months, which is really great. So, Susan Nay, welcome to the show. Everybody, Susan is the host of HR Inside Out, demystifying HR and people management, which is really cool. It's been interesting to watch... Susan in this process. Let me tell you a little bit about Susan. Her background is in HR. She is a people person. She's worked with people her whole life as a human resource professional. And she specialized in all aspects of employment from hiring to retirement. So Susan is your go-to person for all things HR. And so she got her start in as a natural rep- national representative for a large Canadian union. And then after pursuing her undergraduate degree in business, Susan transitioned to HR management. Where you inspired to bring in both employee and the management prospects to your work, perspectives to your work. So it's interesting, Susan. Soon, just recently retired from your career in HR, and now you're you. Where we originally met was in a book writing group, where I watched Susan write her book for her, you know, her career book in HR, which is really cool. And it's just been great to see you take this HR. Uh, book that you did which is called leadership inside out so affecting change from within which is so interesting because i think that's a huge compilation of all your experience and what you've learned over the last few years many years in the hr field and all taken in 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 this amazing book so um, i think that's really cool you hold a master of arts degree in leadership and training and you're just an all-around amazing person so thank you susan for being with us today and i'm excited to dive into about your podcast and your book and all things susan
1: Thank you. Wow. Um, and thank you to you, because, yes, it was through kim Kim Day's wonderful course on writing and publishing that that we met. Absolutely. And I kept hearing you described as the the guru of podcasts. <laughs> I thought I've got to meet this lady who's this guru of podcasts. So I took your course, mm-hmm. And I am absolutely loving um, being able to take some of the learning, not just from myself, uh, but also from, I call them my everyday heroes, Um, other people in in human resources, in leadership, in in all of the topics that, that the nice thing about human resources is that you literally touch every aspect of people's lives. Mm -hmm. You know, although in a corporate environment, it's from recruitment through to retirement, you know, everything that we deal with is so much a part of who we are. We take so much of who we are or um, to to our work environments, and so that enables me on the podcast to talk about just about everything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, you um, did. I oh, was yeah. sorry, Kate. So, you Go ahead.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's just been it's been so much fun. It's been a huge um, learning and a big stretch. And uh, thank you to Amplify you because your team has made it really easy. And it's just lovely to see such a professional product that's produced as a result of the good work that you do. Oh, um, thank you. Yeah. Well, and it's fun. It's happened. fun. to It's fun to color outside the lines.
0: Ah, I love it. I'm going to say that. That was one of the things I remember you saying in our book writing course with Kim Day is that you wanted to color outside of the lines. And I love, I love that you're getting to do that because I think probably in your career has been very like. You're restrictive as to things that you can do or say in the HR space. So this kind of feels more
1: free and fun, and I'm sure, I'm more exciting. <laughs> yeah, well, it's interesting because you know HR often gets a bad rap. Mm-hmm. You get into the the discipline or the you know the the profession with the intent of helping and building, and you know, in some organizations, I suspect that that's uh, that's uh, more likely than the situations that I ended up in. Very traditional organizations with, mm-hmm. you know, um, collective agreements and lots of rules. Mm-hmm. I, I worked primarily in the post-secondary and the local government sectors, okay. and so there wasn't that opportunity to um, to build. And through the podcast, it's about you know taking the nuggets of learning and the wisdom. Steve Jobs says. You know, and it's not until you get to the end of your career and you've got these little dots throughout that you can actually take take a look back and see what they actually look like, because they're quite different usually than when you when you first start out. And so it's it's having fun with those dots.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think like, collecting all this like knowledge and expertise and each step of the way, each each a dot on that map. Uh, along your career to really like create this compilation of like, I consider your book like a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece of all the things you've learned um, over, over your career. Right.
1: Yeah. I think I'd been working on the book for a long time. Mm-hmm. The challenge, you know, when you're working with an organizations, I saw a lot of disengagement and the statistics on any of the studies that have been done is that it's, it's a, it's a, a critical concern. Mm -hmm. Um, they're talking 75, 85% of people are are at least somewhat disengaged and some quite devastatingly disengaged. Mm -hmm. And I I see a lot of that as as we have some control over. We Mm -hmm. have the opportunity to make different choices. And so the book actually is a compilation about um my personal journey um, Mm -hmm. and then the the journeys of many, many people that I've worked with and and been colleagues, you know, through my career of just, we have within ourselves the capability of doing things differently. And so part two of the book is about that. Part three is about what is leadership? Because when I talk about leadership, it's the leadership within us, Mm -hmm. leadership that we can exhibit on sports teams, on girl guy leaders, you know, and also within our organizations. And then talking about the application of that, uh, the ripples, you know, of understanding when we make different decisions that it's going to have ramifications, there's going to be ripples to that, understanding and dealing with those, uh, providing stories of people who have had, you know, really, you know, diverse circumstances that they've dealt with and have made choices notwithstanding, or sometimes the choices haven't been their own, but they have recovered from those, they've built resilience and and become stronger, um, of taking care of ourselves through that journey, um, and then just weaving the tapestry and lots of great recommendations to other people's uh, Byron, Byron Katie's uh, making sure that we're checking our assumptions and Sue's Casey's talking about reframe mm. you know lots of other wonderful people out there who have got great books that you may not have the time to read but um, some of those nuggets and um, encourages moving forth um, are I speak of in leader and in leadership inside out yeah this
0: sounds like a great book for new leaders that are emerging to you know you learn from the wisdom that you've cultivated in this in this book uh, sounds like a great kind of like a roadmap or some you know some sort of like a manifesto for them to really grab hold of so that's really exciting so those new leaders out there have something to to look, look forward to, to also the, the the knowledge and the wisdom that you've gained and others that you've put this all together. I think that's amazing, right, from what you've learned and others have learned too. So I'd love to know now, what about with the book? How does the book and the podcast, how do they relate to each other or how do they all tie into each other?
1: Well, the podcast I actually just recorded, I've actually just read part of part two um, in Insights from the Wizard of Oz. Uh, the book is not necessarily for everybody. It's a mm-hmm. book that encourages reflection mm-hmm. and looking deep within. Uh, and it's a lot of stories. And so, you know I'm taking the lessons from The Wizard of Oz, and um, and so it's something that you can actually pick up and take a look inside and just look up a specific topic. but it's not like um, it's not a, a textbook read by any by mm-hmm. any means. And so really, the leadership inside out affecting change from within, and what I'm encouraging in the demystifying human resources and people management, it's really the same stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and it's, it's interesting because using HR, people, so many people think so negatively of human resources that I'm, I'm almost wondering whether I should have titled that differently. Because this is really about, both the podcast and the book are really about encouraging that we, we present the very best version that we're capable of presenting of ourselves,
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and that there's lots that have gone before us who can help on that journey. Now, I encourage people to dare to soar, and that I really believe that we can, right? And we just need that encouragement. So they're they're both kind of along the same lines. Um, and as I say, I, I through the podcast, I have the opportunity of bringing in guest speakers. Um, just interviewed John Izzo, and so he'll be coming up on the May 17th podcast and uh, lots of other really fascinating, and I've already interviewed really fascinating people. People just want to take a look on my website or on their favorite podcast platforms.
0: Uh, yeah. You know, so now going back to John Izzo, he is, uh, he is someone that, you really looked up to like as a mentor and so tell us about that experience because I think as for our podcasters listening to this it's like that is something that a podcast allows you to do reach out to someone who is your mentor who you would not maybe have any other opportunity to have a conversation with he's an author he's someone you've looked up to you've taken his courses you've been in his book club and you were able to reach out to him and have him on your interview so or I interview him on your podcast. So was yeah. that what was that process like? Did you just send an email and they said yes?
1: Really scary. <laughs> I bet. And that's that's what's so cool is the the ability for us to stretch and learn. Yeah. And to be anxious, it doesn't ever stop. So I, I reached out to his his um his wonderful assistant and, and asked whether she thought he would even consider doing that. And she said, Yes, I think so. And then checking to make sure that I wasn't going to get a know a whopping large bill um because we don't know right it's Mm -hmm. it's important to ask those questions um and then uh, creating a script and giving more for me um john doesn't need a script by any means but how wonderful because this is a man who Mm -hmm. his book way back when at least 20 years ago was bring your soul to work (laughs) <laughs> and it's, it's those kinds, it's like, this is the work that we're doing as podcasters and as authors mm-hmm. is that he planted seeds inside me mm-hmm. about what it would, what it would feel like to actually bring my soul to work. And, and he actually talked in the podcast about the last, the last book he's just written, the purpose revolution. They're almost like bookends because mm-hmm. it's again about bringing your soul to work. It's about, you know, what is your personal purpose And what is you know, making sure that's in alignment with the the purpose and the values of the organization that you're providing your talents to. And he said, you know, I may never write again, which I hope, I hope is not the case, (laughs) but how important it is. And I don't know that he has any sense of the impact that he had on me, you know, many years ago, and how that has informed Mm -hmm. who I am who I've been as a, as a HR practitioner, Mm -hmm. uh, who I've been hopefully as a mom, Mm as a friend. And so it is just so what it, where else would I've had that opportunity Mm -hmm. to have an hour of this renowned author's time to be able to give it to the listeners.
0: Yeah. One of your heroes, like get to get to spend an hour with one of your heroes. How cool is that? Yeah.
1: Just so cool. So cool.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. I remember when his book came out, it was quite a while ago and it was, um, it was one of the first kind of books in that space to kind of talk about your soul and like that purpose. I remember there was quite a lot of, um, publicity around that book when it came out mm-hmm. and uh, yeah that's that's amazing how when a book a book can have that much impacting you and like the way you ignite it's ignite something obviously ignited something inside of you that you've carried through your career and it's interesting how if everyone could do that, just what a different workplace or work environments we would have if yep. everyone was aligned value-wise with the organization they worked with. And I think first it has to come back to us and like with our aligning our own values first and making sure that we, we know what they are and, mm-hmm. and, can, and then can seek out an organization that fits those values.
1: And that's going to happen. And I think especially with the, the, the newer generations are yeah. demanding that. Yeah. You know, whereas a baby boomer, I, you know, my my life lessons were, you know, Susan, you know, get a job in a, you know, an organization that you can spend your entire life in, and you're going to get mm-hmm. a pension and benefits and all the rest of it. And we we weren't encouraged to. But is that what I need? Is mm-hmm. that what this individual needs? You know, do I need that security or do I need something that's more free spirited? Um, and I think in our schools too these days, you know, mm-hmm. the kids are in being encouraged to journal. And to have these, we as parents are having these broader conversations with our kids. So it's it can't not have an impact on our organizations. I just hope it happens.
0: Yeah, amazing. quickly. I was hearing. I was hearing someone else in an interview. I forget who it was now? I think it was. Oh my gosh! It's going to, I think it was. I think it was Seth Godin who was talking about how our schools were designed to create really great workers because they were the obedience that was teaching them, and the you know being in you know learning in in, in an environment. Because the environment you are creating was really great for workers, um, but things are changed so much in our world that that no longer is working for them as a learning environment, it's no longer working for the organizations we're going for. And those things like like early retirement and, and benefits and things that were really good bribery, like a while ago, necessarily, aren't necessarily working anymore. So we have yeah. to look at a whole, this whole world is in a different way. And I think this year out of any any years in the past has really brought that to the forefront of everyone's attention. <laughs>
1: Well, it's interesting because I'm involved in a a dialogue group out of Scotland and I'll be interviewing Dr. Keith Dietz, whose whole doctoral dissertation was on his own personal journey of, you know, all of those cultural societal lessons that -hmm. were just so not him Mm -hmm. and how, you know, as leaders, we need to become much more self-aware and his journey, and so I'll be interviewing him about that,, Great. and how he's created um, you know a better way for organizations to be working
0: mm-hmm.
1: with a team that actually gets the work of the organization done. So yeah, you know, even though that that model has been the model that we all went to school with, right? Mm-hmm. And it's never worked for everybody. You know, it just assumed that everybody had the same learning style. And, um, you know, we're, we're, we're gradually changing that it's got to go. It's got to change faster than it is. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: always had this conversation with a, um, a friend yesterday about the the medical system too, where they really need this inspiring middle management because they're, (laughs) everyone's going on the upper management's going on stress leaves. And then the middle management's left (laughs) to deal with everything. And, you know, that we can inspire our teams to work together as a team and just like what a different, um, in some, I think some industries really need this really quickly. Uh, you know, and I, I'm not any sort of expert on any of this, but that's kind of what I've been hearing and seeing. I'm not involved in in a in an environment in a corporation anything like that. So, but that's kind of what I've
1: heard from people who are, and I think that's kind of scary. <laughs> so, so as individuals,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know, as as for every per- person who chooses to learn how to do things differently. You know, Mm -hmm. that's what I'm encouraging of -hmm. of looking within themselves to be their very best. We influence every one of us, Mm -hmm. you know, we end up changing the culture because of the way we approach the way we learn how to question um, Mm -hmm. with more curiosity so that, you know, hopefully the defensiveness comes down of people seeing what an impact that can have Mm -hmm. and slowly, um, you know, if, if every one of us just did a little bit and did something just a little bit different, you know, the book atomic habits, it's like small changes and everyone's capable of small changes. And that's, you know, I love baby steps. It's like in anything you move forward by taking baby steps and those mm-hmm. baby steps. And the more people that go, Hmm, oh, I like that, mm-hmm. you know, just coming and, and just being calmer, you know, of just learning, better stress management techniques and so you come to the work environment and you're feeling calmer and then that content then it's people are calm calmer and they like hanging around with you because you're you know and so on and so on and so on and there's a ripple effect and so um i'm going to create some tsunamis over time hopefully yeah <laughs> but i'm i'm I'm, I'm, com- I'm comfortable with it just being waves at this point uh, <laughs>
0: can't wait to see your tsunamis <laughs> <laughs> So one of the things that you've done in and you've kind of you've promised fun in your podcast. So I want to talk about that a little bit. What does that mean to you? And like, how is that how is that exploding your podcast? It's
1: almost through the stories. I know in the recruitment story of sharing the uh, resume that we received when I was at BCIT on a pop camp. <laughs> now this was a graphic artist, but it was very difficult to file. You know, or the fellow who felt it was appropriate to come into the interview, literally sit at the head of the table, put his feet on the table, lean back and say, I'm ready, are you? <laughs> Understandably, he didn't get the job. And just the, the people that were bringing in the the laughter at ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, the oopsies that, you know, it's, it's what just happened. What have we learned from it and what are we going to do differently going forward? Poking mm-hmm. mm-hmm. some fun at ourselves, bringing in some really interesting people, you um, I haven't talked to him yet, but I know somebody who did sound mixing uh, in the in the movie industry, really hoping I can bring him in and just about the opportunity to learn a little bit about careers that people may not have contemplated considering Mm -hmm. Um, my uh, good friend retired and has become a vet assistant and her eyes literally sparkle this lady is just so happy with her new career. And so bringing people in from a tugboat operator, again, I haven't asked whether he'd be prepared to do that. Um, some occupations that are things that most of us wouldn't have considered. Um, yeah. So having some fun with that, having some fun. In the it. Podcast, not yeah. serious, you know, although we'll talk about serious topics like conflict resolution and uh, polishing our communication skills.
0: It's <laughs> been the most fun part about having a podcast <laughs> for you as the host. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Well, and then the fun part of, you know, where else would you get an hour with someone like John Izzo? (laughs) Um, You know, and hopefully others I'll be able to encourage to come in and talk to the listeners.
0: Yeah, we can see why so many of our clients fall in love with this podcasting. It's like such a, it's a fun, uh, it's really fun way of engaging with other people in in a different way than normally normally engage on a regular day to day basis. And so a lot of our clients say it's their most favorite thing they do in their week now. <laughs> do you, well, have you
1: have you fallen in love? Have you gotten the podcasting bug, Susan? <laughs> yeah, and what's lovely is that because it's you know it's so accessible. You mm-hmm. can go out for a walk, and plug in. And learn, you know, you've got a podcast connect. I probably got the name wrong. Podcasters connect and collaborate. Yep. Yeah. yeah, a wonderful opportunity, and you know, we all encouraged each other in the podcast mm-hmm. connect to go in and listen to each other's, and I did. Yeah. And absolutely. it was fascinating. Mm-hmm. These topics that I had not even thought might be of interest, and so one we're supporting one another. Yes, um, absolutely. By, uh, by encouraging one another, but. Um, Yeah, it's just, you know, here with a Zoom call, you've got to sit and you've got to be in front of your computer. But my goodness, we need to be outside and getting some fresh air. So just, you know, take your iPhone and plug in and listen to all sorts of wonderful stuff. Absolutely.
0: My brother and I thought this Mother's Day it would be a really fun idea to um, make a private audio podcast for our mom because uh-huh. she, uh, her siblings are getting older and she, you know, she loves her grandkids, but she's always out walking and listening to podcasts. We're like, how cool would be to have her own like family podcast? So we That's- went and interviewed everybody. And um, yeah, so we're, recording this episode before Mother's Day. It's going to be coming out after Mother's Day, but it's uh, really exciting. I'm excited to see what her reaction is going to be to this. Oh,
1: that is so <laughs> lovely. I just, I know how wonderful it's been to get an entire family worldwide together mm-hmm. for my mom's 85th birthday.
0: Oh, that's so, so
1: Yeah. So some of this technology and, you know, how we've been learning in COVID to do things differently. Um, Absolutely. Kind of cool. Yeah, we're so lucky with the technology we have now that we
0: the opportunities that we have to connect with people, um, you know, just outside of our normal way of connecting, I think has been, you know, it's it's widened and broadened our horizons and our networks globally, which is uh, so much fun. So, Susan, do you find that you're um, you, the way you're, you're you're talking about HR and the way that you're talking about, um, you know, managing people from within? you're, it is global conversation. It's not just a North American conversation, which I think is perfect for the book and the podcast platform. So tell us a little bit about your goal with it. So what do you hope to inspire from doing the, having your book
1: and your podcast? I, I think by encouraging people to not be the victim. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I go back to that, both with the book and the podcast. You know, it's like employee engagement. You know, what can you do Mm-hmm. to become more engaged and not, you know, to, to not look at your circumstances as being done too, mm-hmm. but what might I be contributing to this that could change my experience? And so I think my hope is that people take a moment and reflect upon what they're contributing to their circumstances and you know, I talk about leadership, I talk about HR, but really this is, this is about life. Mm-hmm. And when we do that, you know, when we take that time and do that reflection and think, you know, maybe if I come to work grumpy, then everybody else is going to be grumpy too. Maybe if I come to work, not grumpy, that's going to have an impact. Mm-hmm. That's going to create change in our world. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I I know it takes effort and energy because when you're feeling in the doldrums, it's sometimes hard to pull out of that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the encouragement is, you know, where are your fans? You know, who are the people, the the friends that you know love you to bits and are always going to be there for you? Mm -hmm. You know, lean where you need to lean. You know, don't be afraid to reach out um, to resources, to friends, to talk to people like, you know, Maybe I can get people engaging in different conversations. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's about, it, I guess it's a little bit about creating those ripples, ripples that, um, that in my experience, we don't have some of those conversations often enough. And I think they could be really beneficial. Absolutely. So I'm hoping I can create those conversations For sure. Yeah. We did something interesting with our team meeting this week where
0: we're all on Zoom and we haven't even ever met most of the people on our team ever in person because of the where the world is these days. So we did this like, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself, kind of like what was your rose, what's your thorn and something personal. So like, you know, we got to know each other a little bit better. And it's something that I was realizing we were coming to our team meetings and we're just talking business. But, you know, as our team is growing, I think it's really important. We don't have those cooler talks anymore, or those lunch times to sit together. So we need to find some way to get to know each other and connect with each other on a personal basis too. So um, I love it. Yes, yeah, so it was really yeah. fun. Actually, we were all laughing the whole time. So it was it was good. It was a really good experience, I think, for our team. So Susan, as our listeners are a lot of people are leaders, or uh, emerging leaders, or coaches, authors, speakers. What are a couple of um, pieces of advice you can leave us with for our emerging leaders today?
1: Stay curious. Just, you know, it's interesting. I've been helping with a Capilano University course and, you know, so many of the different scenarios that we've looked at, it's about people management and Mm -hmm. in local government. And, you know, the scenarios that we're looking at, it's, you know, and what else? And what else Mm -hmm. to dig deeper? You know, what might be going on? And, And we're so fast to just, jump on to the the surface information that we have and we don't question our assumptions. So I think that's really important. I think lifelong learning is critical. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You know, um, our world is changing so quickly Mm -hmm. and the only way that you can keep up is just uh, by just, you know, being flexible um, by connecting with people. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And being self-aware, like really, really Taking some, we, in all the years that I worked, I think the, the worst thing that happened is that no one, we, we, we weren't given and we didn't take the time to step back and even observe how, how coworkers were doing, you know, where somebody would just all of a sudden be presenting as grumpy. It's like, what's going on with you? You know, and if somebody had just taken a moment and said, are you Okay. You know, that, that human, cause we're human beings. We're not, mm-hmm. we're not robots that you know, yes. have feelings the and human there's human connection again. Mm-hmm. And there's stuff that goes on at home that, you know, it's the old rule was just leave, you know, leave it, leave it at the door. It doesn't mm-hmm. belong here. Well, yeah. we can't do that. Yeah. You know, also, I'm, I'm not with so many hours of your day at work. <laughs> it's hard to differentiate yeah. the two. <laughs> well, especially right now, but you know, if you've got something going on with your kid, uh, I know I'm a parent, um, you know, that, that, that doesn't just leave you when you walk into the <laughs> office door. So just, I think remembering that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then learning from each other. Yeah. And I love what you said, the curiosity you lead with
0: that curiosity. Mm-hmm. That's really great. And the self-awareness is so powerful. Uh, don't, be,
1: don't beat yourself up either. <laughs> yeah. we're so we're so incredibly hard on ourselves. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh goodness, take a breather.
0: (laughs) Yeah. you can't be perfect right out of the gates. You got to do some of that personal development. some of that growth
1: (laughs) and just just, mistakes, right? Our best learning. (laughs) Learn from our mistakes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's how, you know, how most of, I know when I look back on, on my career, my biggest learning was the most difficult situations that I ended up in the hardest organizations, uh, when I look back and go, boy, if I hadn't had that, then it's just, but it was about growing from it,
0: not, wow. not
1: becoming the, not the victim. Know, <laughs> oh my goodness, the, I'm the victim and this look mm-hmm. what happened to me. But just, you know, knowing that something perhaps wasn't fit anymore and being prepared to move on, make the leap. Mm.
0: And yeah, I think that being flexible and moving on and knowing when it's time to move on to is so much more uh, it seems to be more of a thing now <laughs> that it's, we yep. have permission. We feel like we have permission to do that. Like you don't need to stay in the same career your whole life and you can move on and and change and grow with when you grow as a person. I mean, that's really natural to, to evolve as a person and evolving careers too. I think, uh, that's, it's, it's, that's one of the great things right now that the opportunity is out there. And, yep. um, Susan, I just want to thank you so much for spending this time with us. It's been Michelle, great. Thank it's you. so, you're welcome. It's been so great <laughs> to connect with you over your podcast. I'm so thrilled that you've launched it. And um, for anyone who wants to uh, check out Susan's book, it's Leadership Inside Out, Affecting Change Within. Where are you selling your book? Where, where can we find On it? Amazon. On so Amazon. So it's amazon.ca.uk.com. perfect Um, so go check it out there and then on all your favorite podcasting apps make sure you go check out uh, her her awesome podcast series hr inside out demystifying hr and people management which i love the name of that
1: (laughs) such an awesome title and for anybody who's ever been curious oh my goodness be in touch with michelle her (laughs) podcast course is fabulous and it's so much fun
0: Oh, thank you. (laughs) That's because we have fun people in it. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, Amplify You family, thanks for joining us today. It's been another great episode of Behind the Mic. Thank you so much, Susan, for spending this time with us today. It's been our pleasure. And until next time, Amplify You family, go out there. Your uniqueness is your genius, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Take care. Bye, everybody.